Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The message was, roses are red. Violets are small. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. No authority at all. <laughs> We're going to eat all the fruit. Yeah, the all most the important fruit. thing are the fruit and the croissants. I might even eat moule fruit. <laughs> Weird, vivid dreams at the moment. I, I got bitten by a, a rabid baboon the other night as well. Do we have shellfish <laughs> and cream the night before? Our, uh, he goes to taste his chocolate mousse. I don't know whether you've seen this one. And then he pops the full whisk in his mouth. <laughs> I think the year before, it was it was a really kind of overblown, lovey-dovey one with a great big heart and all this sort of thing. Aww. And in the middle, it said, you're my favourite husband so far. Is it very middle class to be saying more fruit? Yeah. <laughs> Do people know about what? Instead of saying mussels and chips. And he went, which boon was it? And I went, that one. And he went, oh, him? Yeah, he's rabid, mate. <laughs> Welcome to episode 131 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. This episode is all about illness and recovery because Holly is firmly in the doldrums in terms of her physical training, but also her overall health and the impact that's having on her mental health. So it turns into a bit of a therapy session between us to which you are all cordially invited. Holly is finding herself enormously stressed about our impending half marathon. She's worried about her training having taken a tumble. She's worried about pleasing people or not. And she's also worried about not doing it. Because if only it was as easy as saying she didn't need to run it, which I do say, and she needn't. But her conflict is caring for her mental and physical self versus that part of her that really wants to be wearing her medal with the gang on the finish line. So we talk through how she encourages that first part of her to also be that second part of her. It's tough. She's also worried about not being top form Holly when we're in Paris. As she says, because I'm worried people won't love me. I'm positive that all of you are with me when I say that everyone will love her even more when she makes it there. But she needs a lot of convincing. But just before we get into that, this is a quick reminder that we've got an ace competition for you all to enter 
and someone's got to win it, and that could be you. We've teamed up with worldwide race event organisers Ultra X to offer a lucky listener two free places on the Ultra X 50 Scotland. Not only that, but the competition includes a night stay in a luxury hotel the night before. To enter, go to womensrunning.co.uk forward slash ultra x comp and answer a super simple question. Good luck. This episode is sponsored by Runner. Runner, that's R-U-N-N-A, is the first of its kind. It's a number one rated, fully automated running coaching service. Download the Runner app and you will be able to take your running to the next level with personalised, tailored plans delivered by brilliant coaches, including Olympian runner Steph Davis. Runner will help you achieve your goals, whether you're training for a faster 5k or your first marathon. Use the code women's running or one word and you'll get your first two weeks training absolutely free to see what all the hype is about. It was a good a good morning to have my deliciously Ella bar this morning, actually. My free, oh, one. free one. That's quite nice. And it wasn't nice, but it wasn't nasty. Yeah, I always yeah, that, that's I think it's a very good way of describing deliciously Ella. Yeah, that's all that's all I sort of wanted. <laughs> I was I'm hungry and I feel like I need health, so I'll eat these seeds and they're fine. They're fine. Okay. They don't they're not making me it's, gag. It's okay. Good, good. Okay, okay, so um I'm back in the room. Let's let's talk about Paris. Why why are you feeling so stressed? I know you're being stressed about Paris and we've done lots of talking about Paris and I get the feeling that nothing I'm saying is working I just, because your, your brain is going in overdrive. What? Why are you so stressed? I think the biggest thing is letting people down. That's what's giving me a wobbly lip Which when I'm thinking people? about it. Which um, Our listeners, the people who are coming with us, yeah. um, sports tours who we were doing the event with, mm-hmm. um, I just feel, um, I also feel for the wider listenership, people who aren't coming, that I'm not going to be interesting enough because they, I've already, this is already, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it, but Mm. I have to be completely honest with myself at the moment and say that despite trying, I feel as though trying to bounce back and just getting on with it is not working for me at the moment there's something long-term lingering that Mm -hmm. I'm finally going to the doctors about I finally managed to get an appointment on Tuesday that just sort of getting on with it is not really cutting it and I'm the more I run the more I I don't know I don't know whether it's a correlation I don't know whether part of it is psychosomatic and it's anxiety related but it definitely feels very very real that um that the last two runs I've been on I felt really really poorly afterwards for days and I think I need to be a bit gentle and have a proper rest because I didn't really after COVID I was so worried that COVID had put me out of my training plan and that I was Mm. a couple of weeks behind that as soon as I felt well enough I just got straight back into it and I was exercising every day and um and I feel this big pressure that when the illness does relent, like I need to go for it and I need to pack the training in because I, my time is running out. Yeah. But 
realistically, the amount of time that I felt well enough to go for a run means that the longest long run I've done has been and has been six miles, like sixty minutes. Yeah. Um, and because I just keep getting knocked on my ass by what I was just explaining to you is, I think a sinusy thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's some sort of like a blockage in my middle ear, um, which is a bit like Middle Earth in Lord of the Rings. It, there's bit lots hobbity, of na- yeah. bit hobbity, and there's lots of nasty yeah. orcs there. Um, <laughs> and and uh, I I just feel like it's um, I don't know. It's it's not. It's really strange because it's not like it's only every so often that it's really painful and it sort of comes and goes in waves but it's definitely just causing me like a bit of a a general issue at the moment that I feel really sinusy I keep getting pain in my face as we discussed in the last pod episode I think by then I'd realized it was something sinusy didn't I because I yeah I had thought it was migraines before but it's been 10 days of of a migraine which is not a migraine that's not a migraine no no so I think I've got some sort of a sinus infection or an infection in my middle ear and um I think the doctor's going to have a double check on Tuesday um but I think the answer will probably just be going on antibiotics and resting for a good while yeah and I'm just really anxious because like the time is really ticking away and it's now getting to a point where when I had covid it was like okay, I can come back from this, I'll have time. And mm-hmm. when I had um, then whatever the sort of flare up of this thing is, it was kind of 10 mm-hmm. days ago, last Monday night, Tuesday morning, that it kind of really kicked off. Um, so yeah, that was for for the listener almost two weeks ago, 10 days ago. Um, I thought it would only last a couple of days. And I was like, again, this will clear off and then I'll be ready to ready to go and I've still got time Mm -hmm. um but now it's getting to a point where like I'm just really really worried that by the if I give myself what I think I really should listen to my body and give myself proper time to rest because I've really been kind of going for it in January and I've hit the ground running a bit and we had lots of challenges and we were doing lots and I don't think that any of those have been bad things I couldn't have anticipated that they would I just I just think that I I'm really exhausted to a to a level that I'm just it's not me it's not what I'm usually like and so mm. I think something deeper is going on in my body and I'm just worried that yeah if I do chill for a little while then I've I've just fucked my chances completely of being able to do Paris in any way that isn't just walking it <laughs> yeah and I'm just so- really really anxious about I I was saying to you wasn't I I can't remember whether we started again or whether I did say this in this particular recording (laughs) spoiler um but I I think the thing that's given me a real wobbly lip about it is not actually personally whether I do Paris or not like I've done a half marathon recently I felt really really happy with how it went I was really proud of myself um so it's just letting it's letting people down and it's the pressure of feeling like this is the this is you know we had Berlin um Mm. organized with us with with sports tours and I fell down the stairs (laughs) we had uh (laughs) we had um Club La Santa when I was not very well either and Mm. I just feel like I'm really letting sports tours down and all the stuff that they've done to organize doing an event for us I'm really letting the people who listen to the podcast down 
um, because I'm not going to be very, it's not going to be very interesting for them if it's like sounding like a broken record that I'm just ill all the bloody time. And um, the, and then, yeah, the, obviously the, the people that are coming with us, like I want to run it with them. I, that was the deal. That was what we were going to do. And I don't know. I still don't feel like I've written it off. Like I still feel like I, I, I could, depending on how I'm feeling at the time, mm-hmm. I can I can give walk running it a go. But being realistic now, it's going to be on very little training because I think I need to take a good little while. I'm not going to do my long run this weekend. I think that would be a really silly thing to do if I've been ill for the last 10 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. Even just I went for a, I went for like a sort of 25, 30 minute, uh, run on Tuesday um, when I was starting to feel a bit better again and then I just Wednesday was when I started to feel really rotten I'm not saying that they're, they're like directly correlated they might not be it might be plenty yeah. of things but it's just that I think my body is definitely telling me that like I'm really tired and I need to rest up I hadn't even, like, I hadn't taken any time off work or anything, had I? Yesterday was the first day that I woke up in the morning and I was like, I really think I need a break from a screen. I need to yeah. sleep properly because um, it's just all been a bit flat out. And February is bonkers. Like, there's something happening every week. We're away every weekend. And yeah, I think, a lot on. I, yeah, it's all that general whole feeling of like, mm-hmm. fuck, I think I need to like pull back on a lot of stuff, but I don't know how to. Mm-hmm. I really hate letting people down. It just makes me feel so rubbish. And okay, I let, let, yeah, Holly, let's let's kind of, um, I without wanting to sound like a a young person, let's unpack some of this, right? Okay, <laughs> let's sort it out because there, I I know that there's quite a lot of times when we talk through things like this, and you say, okay, yeah, that makes me feel better, and I don't think it does. So no, I, I want to go for five minutes and then I wake up at two o'clock in the morning again and I'm like, yeah. oh, everyone's going to hate me. and I'm so rubbish. Right. OK, so let's let's do the easy stuff first, um, which is in terms of letting people down, like the way that you kind of you're making those you're drawing those links in terms of the people that listen to the podcast and also including the people that are coming to Paris with us. All of the pod squad. I know that I can say as one that they couldn't give a shit if you didn't run it. Mm. Like I I actually, I know I'm speaking on their behalf and that's quite rude of me, but I know that what they want is for you to, I mean, they'd love you to be there. Mm. You know, we all want you to be there. And I mean, the, the idea of you, you know, I mean, it's a bit like Berlin. Like when we went to Berlin, you were there, you didn't run it, but you were there and it was brilliant. And it meant that you could cheer me on. Yeah, I and don't it, think, I really don't think it, it mattered, did it, that I didn't? No, no, no it was it great. It was more important talk that we about were there it. together. Exactly, we experienced it. Um, you, you, were, you were basically there every step of the way. You just didn't do that two hour bit in the middle of it and mm. everything else, you, we were there doing everything together. And when we're in Paris, there is so much other stuff that we're doing. It's it the running the thing is actually a very small portion of the weekend. The rest of it is hanging out and and boosting each other up, and and that includes boosting you up. Yeah. No one listening to this podcast is going to be like, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm not going to listen to this podcast anymore because that woman isn't running that race. They're going to think, 
oh my god I've been there before yeah it just feels like it's a bit relentless doesn't it it feels like it's like yeah I mean I suppose it it, it isn't like it's a year since Berlin and I do tend to get ill a couple of times a year and it's usually around winter time and um but I just feel really pathetic and I feel like and it's actually it does go to show how much how nasty you are to yourself about that stuff like if yeah. if um you know if you've had friends or whatever who tend to get ill quite a lot they've got maybe an underlying health condition or they've got a low immune system or they just get ill often it's as yeah. if you'd ever be like oh what a pathetic little person and like but when I, I have this when it happens to me and it does feel like since COVID it's happened to me a lot more and I think it's um partially I think it's like a thing that has happened because um we have we work from home all the time now and Doug doesn't work um in a physical place anymore either so Mm. we're both working from home so we honestly don't get exposure to anything apart from every sophomore when my friend Lex comes around who works in a primary school and gives me all the traditional (laughs) lurgy dump yeah Um, yeah and also, by the way, I might have knit slash scabies slash whatever it is that's going around at the moment. Yeah, bit of scarlet <laughs> fever. Yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> friend of the pod, strep A. Yeah, uh, but um, <laughs> oh. but I think you know, apart from Lex, really, she's the only person that I'm kind of exposed to that does actually mix with people. All my mm-hmm. other friends work from home. Um, you're the only other person that I really see, and our friend Cara from work, and they both of us we all work from home so I do think that genuinely there is like and I haven't really got back into I definitely got back into life and but not in the way that I used to before I don't just because of growing up like I don't go out anymore to like clubs or anything we don't we used to go and do lots of kind of festivals and live music and concert stuff and I I don't really do that anymore just because we're we're a bit more grown up and Mm. um and so I don't think I really I really mix with people massively. So I think that genuinely I shouldn't be too worried in that my immune system is has a bit of a reason to be lowered. But also I do know it is low at the moment to a point that like I should speak to my doctor about it when I go in about the general sinusy stuff on Tuesday because my psoriasis is always such a way to sort of yeah. pick up on that. And it's really bad at the moment. Um like I've got sort of patches of it on my arms and stuff, which doesn't usually happen. It's oh, usually just nice. on my scalp. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I've sort of been getting like little scabs, which is another symptom of it where they just randomly form. But I think it's because my body produces too many skin cells. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, so I know that there are also reasons that physiologically that I might be a bit lower on the old immune system it's really hard to accept and it's really because I've always thought of myself as a really healthy person um Mm -hmm. and now I'm the sort of person that is that I used to sit next to in primary school that would like constantly sniffle and be like my sinuses (laughs) but like you said no like you said it's the time of year the time of year is not great Mm. also like you know there's that kind of there's that weird thing about how when you run a half marathon I know we're talking about that as a as a as a distant goal as opposed to what you're doing right now but when you mm. run a half marathon your immune system does kind of um lower doesn't it yeah um after you've run a half marathon so I think it's probably true to say that 
um, your immune system takes a little bit of a dive every time you go for a bit of a run you know just for a little bit after. yeah so just because I'm genuinely you know, I'm tired and that was that was a that was sort of stress on my body even yeah, though it's stress that yeah. we know we is is good to kind of put ourselves under because it builds strength mm. when you haven't got a huge amount of strength in the tank I suppose it's like it, yeah it is kind of putting that stress on your body that it's just really yeah. re- I'm finding it really hard to listen to myself because I'm so swayed by what I think I should do for other people that's generally just my character I'm quite a people pleaser and I and I feel like um I and running is so difficult because it can be hard some some days it feels really hard and it's really hard to know is this just a is this just a run that feels really hard or am I absolutely exhausted and my body's telling me I need to rest I don't know yeah that is really, really hard. I think that's mm. that's a really, really good one to sort of dwell on a little bit because I think that's, I think um, that whole thing about like um, running and illness. I need to get back to you in a sec, but but um, but running and illness and knowing your body and knowing when to run can be actually quite tricky because mm. I don't think that many of us do have the wherewithal to kind of know our bodies to that extent that we can sort of go actually yes, this kind of coldy feeling is kind of above my throat. I feel right. I can go for a run. I'm going to feel better afterwards. And I think sometimes that knowledge comes only with years of experience and years of running through colds or resting because of colds and learning, you know, that kind of thing. And I think right now it sounds very much as if your head and your heart are telling you to put your feet up and not go for a run. So don't go for a fucking run, Hole. Mm. You know, it's just, it's as easy as that. And I think in terms of like the people that you are concerned about when it comes to Paris, like A, don't worry about anyone listening to the pod. Number one, because we are all here for you Mm. and we just want you to give us a big mummy hug at the end. That's what we want. That's that's why we're both. I need a big mummy hug as well. You are going to be enveloped with hugs when you are in Paris. That's what's going to happen. And then the what were the other people you worry? You worry about sports tours. Let me let me speak to them <laughs> and yeah. say, look, there's a well, there's a chance that Holly won't run. And yeah, they're lovely going to Kate. We don't care. Yeah, lovely Kate has, and the priority is that I'm I'm well enough to go. Lovely Kate, yeah. who we work with. I think I said this last time. I need to get back to her, um, but she did email me the other week because she listened to the episode and she was like, "If you're worried about it." like she's had a similar thing and she was like I don't feel like I'm nearly as I hope she doesn't mind me saying all of this but she was like oh I don't feel like I'm nearly as fit as when I'd run Paris before and I'm really anxious um so she was already saying like we could walk run it together um which would still be a really nice goal a for me despite everything would be to be able to have a pal to walk run it um yeah that would be great but it needs to depend on how I don't want to do myself lasting damage and I think I always thought of that as a bit of a of a sort of quite a nice excuse before where I was like oh well yeah. you know you shouldn't run if you don't because you don't want to do yourself any you don't want to give yourself an injury but genuinely <sighs> I do think that all the old tells are there like my hip mm. has been sore which usually doesn't start to hurt until like 10 miles plus has been hurting after like 20 minutes of running like mm-hmm. I feel like my lung capacity is just a bit like <laughs> at the moment. I've been getting headaches post run, like, you know, sort of 
the post-exercise headache that you sometimes get if you've really exerted yourself but when I've not done what I would usually consider to be exerting myself massively yeah like I just feel like my body is saying at the moment with we don't this is this is a bit too much um mm. because training for a half marathon is like is really intense as well I think I kind of I'd really Massive underestimated intense. it because we did it only yeah. a few months ago and I was in a good place oh God, and I yeah. felt like it was good and you know bits were tough but like overall like it was kind of fine I didn't yeah, do that but then much Holly, remember mm. remember we were training then we were training over the summer yeah I know. We? summer we, in the autumn we're illness training right now yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like it's a what, what, what the hell is illness? Yeah, yeah. And, and and training over the winter. Not only have you got your illness to contend with, but also the weather and the ice and all of that kind of stuff, and and it, just the coldness of it, mm. and the fact that I th- I think it's kind of it's easy it's easy to injure yourself when it's icy and cold because the way that you hold your body is different. Yeah, you know, you're you're, you're tensing up. I, I think that's a, a way of doing it. And and look, I think the thing is, is that. I'm pretty sure, even if you don't know it, but I'm pretty sure that were you tasked with going for a three-hour walk tomorrow, that you could do it, right? So if you think you can walk for three hours, then you can do it, right? Mm -hmm. But you and Kate need to put your heads together and think, what is this walk-run strategy, Okay. And not, and not, I mean, if, if, if you've decided that you want to do it and, and I think that your decision can be as late as the night before or the morning of, so I don't think you yeah. need to kind of make a decision now, but I think when you decide to do it, I think, because I know we've talked about walk run before and we've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast, but, and I know I'm going to be school mom-ish, but I think that's sometimes what you need. And I am mm-hmm. actually wagging my finger at Holly now. Yes, wag, um, wag. I'm wagging and wagging and wagging because I know what you do with your walk run. And I've, you, cause you've told me that sometimes when you do a walk run strategy, what you do is you run until you feel shit and then you stop and you walk, yeah. you know, or that's pretty or, much how it shakes out. Yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's not a strategy. That's just a, I literally could hear your voice telling stop. me off about it when I went for a run the other day. It's like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Stop before then. You know, stop before then. And don't also the other thing with a walk run strategy is is to not not necessarily run for ten minutes and then walk for ten minutes. Again, I don't think that's right because what you're then doing is you're walking for too long. You're, yeah. It's gonna make it harder to get back. To start running, running again. again, definitely. Yeah. If if you're feeling super, super shit, which you are now, and I and you're right, don't go for your long run this weekend. The next time you go for a run, run for five minutes mm. use your new bloody garmin time it look at the watch yeah and then walk for two minutes i mean be so so gentle on yourself and then you and kate have a chat about how you're going to do that if that's what you do if you wake up on the morning of the paris half and you think right i'm going to walk run it i want to do it i'm determined to do it i want to get that medal then you and kate talk about an actual strategy and write it down yeah and think to yourself right I'm gonna run for actually I think I can comfortably run for six minutes at like an 11 minute pace or whatever so Mm. I'll just do that and then I shall walk for a minute and a half or two minutes but I'm gonna walk with my arms pumping I'm not gonna be like oh bollocks this is awful I'm gonna sit down in the middle of the road gonna walk properly strategically and then run again but yeah the strategy needs to 
you need to think about it ahead because there's a chance it might need to evolve. Like, so if you're doing that for like the course of two and a half hours, two, two, two hours and 45 minutes, something like that, it, you might get more knackered. So in which case, think about that strategy, think about running for a little bit less, maybe running for four minutes and then walking for two minutes, that kind of thing. But don't do these great big things where you're running for 20 minutes and then having to walk for half an hour because that's mm-hmm. basically just stopping. So have a strategy. It will get you round. You could do it tomorrow if you wanted to do that. So yeah. I, I know you could do that. I know you could do that. Mm. You, you've definitely you've got the strength in your legs. You've got the muscles. You've got the resilience. You've got all of that stuff in you from doing yeah. the half marathon last time. I know you can do it. So it's 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 self-belief and a bit of rest. And then you yeah. can do it. Yeah. But but you need to have that strategy in your head and you and Kate need to develop it and figure out what's best for you. But again, if you wake up on the morning of the, the half and just think, I'm actually going to have a bit of a nervous breakdown if I stand on the start line. I'm so worried about doing it. Then just don't do it. Yeah. There. Okay. That's your get out clause. But I will happily email sports tours for you, but you don't you don't need to. And mm-hmm. just say, there is a chance that Holly might not do it. Is that okay? And do you know what their response will be? Yes! It's fine. It's a tiny, tiny part of the weekend, but everyone just wants you to be there so that we can look after you and that you can look after us. Yeah. Okay. And we can do big group hugs and eat loads and loads and loads and loads of pan and raisin. Yeah. I mean, that's, and drink all the drink. Yeah. I just don't know why it keeps happening. I don't know why I keep getting ill. And it doesn't, it's not great for my health anxiety because it makes me. Then I overthink and I spiral myself. And I tell you one bloody thing, being stressed about being ill and being anxious about being ill does not do yourself any favors because when your stress levels are high, which my Garmin was going, breathe, breathe, your stress levels are high every five minutes, then it means that um, I feel like generally that lowers immunity generally as well and makes you knackered and stops you from being able to recover properly. Mm. Anyway. You're right. I, I do genuinely I, feel a bit better about it. I just feel I, I feel a bit embarrassed. I feel embarrassed to be oh. ill because I feel like it's it stops me from being being able to real talk. I think because I really like being the life of the party and I really like yeah. being in in the action and mucking in with people and it genuinely makes me really anxious to be ill because I think why will people still like me if I'm not top form and I'm not like bringing the bants and the lols and I'm not able to join in on the, on the action. And I think that's what it comes down to. And that's the the sort of root of why it makes me not just like, Oh, what a shame, but genuinely like this is the end of the world because I feel like, people won't love me anymore if I'm ill it's oh, so silly holy bonkers we I love know. you when you're being pathetic and ill mm. we love you the whole look, time I've, look at you I've got the Udi on. on I try and put I'm trying to put the hood on but I can't really do that because I've got headphones on oh, oh look she's just climbing inside it yeah you do mm. need you need lots of cuddles don't you we look I do. Holly, we love all of you we look you know it does, even it, my even my boring rubbish bits that are not a novelty anymore because I've been ill like three bloody times on 
especially your boring rubbish bit. <laughs> it's just like, like, and and it's so fucking irritating. It's so like, I don't mean you, I mean illness. And yeah. then I do completely understand the horrible circular way in which health anxiety and health kind yeah. of just wheel on together and get worse and worse and worse. I had a horrible, I think it was, um, it was before I joined Women's Running, um, I had a really, really shit winter where I had um, I had three or four chest infections, one after the other. And, yeah. and you know, it, it was it was very soon before I stopped work. So I I I I gave him my notice at that particular job a few months after all of this had happened, in the knowledge that my immune system was at such an almighty low and one of the factors there was the stress from the job that I was in. Yeah. So remember, you have to look at it as like that 100% thing. But I do remember at the time really, really hating myself because I saw myself as being so pathetic. Yeah. That I was constantly, I was on antibiotics and then another lot and then another lot. And I was I was on my fourth round of, of like penicillin when suddenly... I became allergic to the penicillin that I was taking. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm so shit. I can't even take this penicillin because oh, my neck. I can't went. imagine that because I always think of you as a not getting ill ever person. Oh, it was awful. I don't know what it was that sparked it. I mean, I ended up having like investigations and, you know, kind of um, lung x rays because I just couldn't shake it. Um, but the thing that shook it in the end was time and actually leaving my job <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you should leave your job but it was I it was a particularly job. I quite like it I, but you, you're not allowed to leave your job um but it, it, it was the stress of that I mean that particular job was so so pinpoint stress and and you know what you know when you talk about your psoriasis my thing I think I, I woke up one morning and I had conjunctivitis and I was like mm. what is this and the last time I'd ever had conjunctivitis was when I was doing my A-levels. Yeah. And I was like, right, okay. Same. The first time my that body's I had... Like, ah! Yeah, I, the first time I had a big flare-up of psoriasis and the only time it's ever been this bad before, um, it was probably worse then, actually, was when I was doing my finals at uni. Yeah, yeah. that's so interesting. So you had a similar mm. tell of, like, a weird thing yeah. that only ever happens... Yeah. I've got like, and, and, patches and, and all in, over my arm that, that look like a sort of, make me look like a, a red Dalmatian. Oh, that sounds quite cute. I know, it does sound quite cute. It's weird, though. <laughs> they look like crop circles. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, less, less cute. But yeah, I think, mm. uh, yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's that, that one thing, because actually conjunctivitis on its own was such a small thing, and you don't even treat it. It was so tiny, but for me, it yeah. was illustrative of the rest of my body just going, I give up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and it's so hard, because you know when you do like NHS 111, or you call the doctor surgery, which are all things that I've been become very familiar with for the last, well, year, I suppose, but few weeks particularly, um, I um, they always say focus on the thing that is bothering you the most. It's like, I don't yeah. really know what to say anymore because I suppose it is the it's the headache on the one side of my face that I think is to do with a blockage in my sinuses or in a tube somewhere. But yeah, it's like it's also 
having a cough when nobody else in the family seems to have it's not like it's just something that's going around and mm. having a flare up of the kind of psoriasis stuff that like I haven't had this badly for years and uh and feeling really tired when you I just know myself and I know my body and I know that I don't get tired very that tired very often like I'm a yeah. bit of a sleepy lazy gal I love snuggling in my udi and not but I'm not like it's like B- mm. dog tired in my body and stuff yeah. and it's really hard when it's lots of stuff like that like you were just saying when you're like something my body is trying to tell me something and I don't yeah. quite know what it is yeah and it's kind of it's more radical isn't it than I mean I could tell you to you know carry on having your turmeric and maybe have a bit of iron and yeah you know and 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 make sure you're having magnesium and I would still recommend all those things. They're still great and they will still be useful and everything. But if there's something more significant that needs to happen, then yeah, then, then, then yeah. I, think, I think we need to look at that. And I think maybe actually, actually there's something right now, you know, because you've, there's, there's, there's a good chance that COVID knocked you for six in more ways than you think perhaps. Mm. And that maybe that was the underlying thing that has made, made your immunity, sufficiently low that you're catching crap from people when when I other think people like is, is feeling fine. So maybe that's that's a thing. And maybe 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 we need to think about how you cope with work, for instance, for a bit. Because work is really stressful. We've got lots on. And maybe we think about, you know, how to manage that, kind of working different hours, mm. you know, or you know, just just having a few days off I mean you know just just kind of having some more of those duvet days and and kind yeah. of yeah it's hard really though, isn't it? because there is something also to be said for that old-fashioned idea that like getting off like I've always my parents were very and love them and I I don't think they were doing that anything wrong by saying this but that it was very much like a get on with it attitude when I was growing up mm because I think mainly just because of the practicality of like it would be a right pain in the ass for her to stay home ill from school so oh yeah it was so yeah so I definitely am quite used to the idea of well if you start the day you'll probably feel fine you'll probably you know and so I think I I think I and I do sometimes take days off I don't think I'm toxic with it at all like I said yesterday I I had a day off because I just woke up and I was like I really I've not slept well this is not right I need to go back to sleep um yeah but um, but generally, I think I do, like I do take days off if I need them. But I do think I have a bit of an attitude of like I I'll probably feel better if I just try and because you know that nasty feeling when you've had a day off and you get to the end of the day and you're like I feel really crap now because not only am I ill but also I feel like I haven't done anything productive and I'm a complete piece yeah. of shit. And yeah. and I'm still in my pajamas, of course, and I smell a bit boe, of course, and all of the things that happen to you when you've sort of been in your bed of pain all day. That yeah. um, that that sometimes, even if it feels horrible too, I feel like I should get up and put some clothes on and have a shower and have a go at some work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And it's it's like it's really hard trying to strike a balance, isn't it, of like Yes, but the that's mental because, health and the physical health. But what one of the one of those reasons there is because you haven't taken enough time off. Yeah. So I I always thought it's a bit like um, I it was like you know when you took some time off because you had a bit of a breakdown. Yeah. And hashtag you did breakdown do. years. Hashtag hashtag twenty twenty one breakdown. breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> do do go back and, and do listen. listen. In. Yes. <laughs> Listen to the archive. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not trying not to plug that. That's that's very cruel. But um, no, those, it's quite funny. in those yeah, now it's funny hilarious. because I'm okay. But yeah, <laughs> it indeed, was it was indeed. a dark time, time for a bit. Dark time, dark time. Um, but at that time, I don't feel like you. I remember you were saying, "I'll take five days off" or something, and and it reminded me of working with. Um, I worked with a lovely woman. Um, that's about sort of 15 years ago. And um, her mum died suddenly and she was allowed, and I'm hoping that, I don't think it has changed, but she was allowed legally two weeks off. And she mm. was kind of polaxed by it, by the grief of it. And I just thought, two weeks. So you're allowed to grieve for two weeks. Yeah, and bonkers, then, you know, on Sunday night, you have to like write pull my socks up, back into work, here we go, kind of thing. And I just thought, that is bullshit yeah and, so and a week said, of that is also going to be organizing the funeral and do it like yeah. you know it's there's very little time in that two weeks really when you think about it to exactly. actually grieve and allow yourself yeah. to burst into tears whenever you need to likewise when you have a mm. breakdown five mm. days feels like well you'd sort of hope by thursday you'd be coming out of it slightly yeah <laughs> there's not a timeline for this shit and so it's like yesterday so you were feeling grotty you needed to take some time off you just needed a time to not look at a screen like you said one day isn't enough and also if you're going to finish that that day if you're going to finish that day feeling shit because of the things you haven't achieved then you need another day off because otherwise what you're doing is you're having the sunday scaries on a Thursday night mm. sort of thing. So it's like you need, you need to have you need to have some protracted time off. If you're feeling this crap and immunodeficient, then yeah. take take some time. Take yeah. some time. Or don't take the time because you're really feeling shit about the work and whatever, but just let everyone know that you're going to be I think that's the thing. It's letting everybody know. minimum. And it applies for to exercise and stuff too, doesn't it? If you're tra- if you're yeah. training for a race, like I just feel like I want to put an alert out to everybody that I know at the moment and be like, I promise it's not that I don't give a shit or that I'm um, that I'm and because I feel it with friends as well. I, I was uh, up at like two o'clock in the morning last night, being like, oh my god, I've not replied to this person and I've not followed through with that person and I think I said I would do something with that person on that weekend and I've not thought about it and 
that I just sort of want to put a little alert out to everybody and be like, I'm functioning at sort of 50% of I feel how I usually function and I'm just a bit crap at the moment and I'm really sorry but it just is how I it seems to be my capacity has got smaller yeah and that's fine because I'm just obviously battling something a little bit immuno wise and um yeah and I think I just that's that's sort of what I want to do. I just want to be like I, I might not be as I don't I don't necessarily want to stop seeing friends or doing work or but yeah. but it's just like I want to be like it might be a bit rubbish and same with Paris Half. I don't want to not do it, but it's just like I almost want to put a little public service announcement out and be like, Don't judge me based on how I might usually be because I think I'm going to be a little bit crapper than that usually well if only we had some way of broadcasting that to the people who i know to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> should we start a podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh dear it's well going to be fine. it's going to be fine you know people just want you there they just want mm-hmm. to see you they just want to be with you and when you're running a fucking half marathon you are not with anyone particularly unless you're right at the back and you're doing a run walk because you don't I've I have never ever run a half marathon and spoken to anyone no neither have I actually it's such a nice pipe dream but in reality when do you turn around and go like good fun this isn't it it's great isn't it yeah never not once not once so like no 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 just it's going to be okay of course it is. It's not going to be okay, Holly. It's going to be amazing. It is going to be amazing. And it amazing. doesn't matter whether you're going to be in the thick of the people running it, yeah. whether you're going to be at the start and the finish, whether you're going to be walking with Kate, whether you're going to run the whole fucking thing in one hour and 45 minutes or something. It doesn't matter how you do it. Mm. it but it, it does matter that you're in Paris. And it would be amazing to have us all in Paris. We are going to have a spectacular spectacular time we're going to eat all the frit yeah the all most important the thing are the frit and the croissants i might even eat moule frit which is a lot for me i as would a vegetarian. love should we yeah. eat moule frit oh, let's have moule frit it always goes straight to my bum if i have moule frit but i'm prepared to have the sacrifice yeah very true actually <laughs> moule frit is is not the one for should we have shellfish and cream the night before our, uh, our half marathon <laughs> maybe maybe uh as a celebratory meal <laughs> as opposed to okay more free afterwards okay everybody yeah. who's feeling like me or who's not who everyone who feels like the training is going brilliantly but it's just it is tough whatever whether you're smashing it or not it's tough Let's ha- look forward to mule frit at the end of it all. Also, is it very middle class to be saying mule frit? Yeah. <laughs> Do people know about what? Instead of saying mussels and chips. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going right. to have mussels and chips afterwards. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. It is also, that be amazing. was the other thing I was going to say is like, let's connect the dots the other way in terms of how you're feeling. That I know that you get stressed really easily. Um, I do and I didn't really know how easy I bloody get stressed until recently I get so stressed I've always thought of myself as a laid-back person I think I don't know why I thought I was a laid-back person 
wrong maybe, completely wrong. wrong it turns out well no. maybe you were maybe you were a laid-back person until you started working on women's running and started being forced into running races because I know that races stress you the races shit out and I know that races the first stress time I did the the heart the, the bath half I don't remember finding that stressful don't you no, the one that Maybe. we did in 2020 together. I remember yeah. finding it emotional, but I don't remember finding yeah. it particularly stressful. I think it's look. I think something about lockdown and so having lockdown having mad anxiety yeah. and stuff has started yeah. to make me very. Yeah. And races is a big one that my big anxiety trigger is letting people down, which is why yeah. I don't know if I've ever said this on the pod that I think my mm. health anxiety literally comes down to if I die, there are so many people that I'm going to be letting down that I'm not going to be there to look after and honestly it's so silly but that's my big that's my big root and so I think that something has triggered in me something mm. about that and so races are a big one because I think oh this is gonna be a really yeah. hard thing and if I don't and it's not something I'm very naturally good at and if I don't do this then everybody's going to be very disappointed in me yeah and so so what I'm what I'm trying to say is that uh your while while your kind of lowered immunity at the moment is making it hard for you to train and is spiraling some health anxiety and some stress about the race i what i'm worried about is that that actually one of the factors rather than the symptoms of your low immunity is the stress so mm. i i worry that your concern about running a half marathon is actually something that is prolonging the kind of physical kind of crappiness mm. that you've got right now that that maybe what we need to be doing in the future is is kind of organizing a get together with with the pod squad which doesn't involve necessarily you know a race at the end of it or or yeah you know because if, if right now if the kind of the very idea of a race is making you feel bad if 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 the idea of a race is actually making you ill and i wouldn't put it past it frankly then mm. we need to consider your running career very very carefully and and figuring out other ways in which you can enjoy running that aren't going to make you feel poorly yeah because that's that's something because it i mean look at what you just said right at the beginning of this podcast you were ill before berlin you were and i know one of these was but kind why of is that spooky stuff. why is it so that's really spooky and weird it's not spooky and it's not weird your stress is making you unwell and is making you physically move backwards from the race that you've got in the diary because you you know you say yes to everything right mm. you're an absolute bastard for it you're always like I yes do. first and then you regret then it worry later. about it later yeah yeah and with a half marathon, you're just you've been carried along with the whole kind of, you know, excitement of it all. And it is and exciting, said, yeah. and I do love it. It's so weird Ooh. to find a a good balance because, but I also know it takes it takes a lot for me. It's tough for me. I'm not naturally super brilliant at running. It's something that I've that I love and that I've learned to love, but that I've never been naturally brilliant at. And so doing a half marathon is a a tall order for me Ugh, I just feel I, I do feel like that makes me worry though about about the pod squad and about like doing things together because I really feel mm. like doing doing races together is such a nice thing that we can do 
yes, of course we can, but we don't have to do them where they where they feel this pressured. And I think a mm. half marathon can feel very pressured because it's a really long fucking way. Mm. And I mean, like you say, you're, you, and the way that you're framing yourself there, where you're saying I'm not good at doing such and such. What you're not good at is punishing yourself because there's a when you, which is great. You know, so when it, when you're training for a half marathon or, or, you know, for a long, long race, you have to, in a way, you have to be a bit more mm. Esther Newman and, and be sort of self-flagellating about it and punish yourself. Yeah. And, and, and all that's happening there is that that is wrapped up in some degree of, I mean, yeah, okay, enjoying it at the end, but there, there is some, there's a lot of punishment going on there. I love that. Because yeah. I, I've been hating on myself for a very long time. Mm. Now, you, you don't. And this is good. This is really good. But what I think we need to sort of unpick a little bit is if if any kind of race, if it's called a race particularly, yeah. if that feels so stressful that what happens is that the closer you get to it, your body just goes, no, no, no. Then we just need to either reframe it properly in your head as a run or we need to figure out other distances or other ways in which we can run together as a group that aren't going to feel so stressful for you because you're having a response I think to to Paris I, I think that that is all wrapped up in how you're feeling right now and I think we just need to make sure that you're enjoying it and kind of mm. realizing that it's a coming together of loads of women who love each other and support each other no matter what they do and how they do yeah. it. I think it's also a physical thing from um, from feeling like, and I, I'm, I'm conscious that I don't want to blame, like I, I'm, I'm consciously, I've been really looking forward to Paris, but I think having COVID in January early Jan I when that was finished I do worry about what might have shot my health in the foot is the fact that I went right I've got to get training now when it finished and I went very very quickly back into and I put this pressure on myself about the exercising everyday thing which can work for lots of people and is great and I'm sure if I hadn't just had COVID it would have been a really good thing for my general fitness and health but um you know after like 10 days two weeks of doing that I was like I definitely hit a massive wall. Yeah. And I think I, and it was actually after the national running show because we, I think there's a lot of things that have contributed to it. So I think after the yeah. national running show, that was a, you know, we didn't have a weekend that went, we went all the way through. Yeah. That's and we two both weeks worked January, for like two no weeks break. solidly yeah. in January with yeah. no break. And we were exercising every day and there was, we were putting a lot of pressure on ourselves and it was kind of after that two weeks that I started to notice my health start to go and yeah. fall off a bit of a cliff again and I think now the reason that I'm struggling to shake it is because I'm putting so much pressure on myself that I'm I I won't be able to shake it before Paris yeah yeah that I think that's overall what sort of happened but I feel really guilty Are because you... I don't want to make it feel as though but there is also a big part of me that really, really enjoys that. I'm, I can't wait to go on this trip. And I yeah. love the, I loved Berlin as well, as well. And like, I do oh, think that such good fun. it was yeah. such good fun. And I do think that the race thing does make me a bit nervous, but I also think that there is like to an extent, a healthy amount of being able to, like, I do like challenging myself. Like I really enjoyed yeah. 
training for the bath half last year and maybe it was because it, the training was in summer and it felt mm-hmm. it felt fun it didn't feel self-flagellating yeah. maybe it's when yeah. it starts to do the self-flagellating that then I I I go well I don't want to do that because I'm feeling run down or because it's super mm-hmm. icy or because it's, and then I start to feel this self-doubt and this I'm a piece of shit thing creep in because as soon as I start to think I don't want to do it I think of course you don't want to bloody do it you're so rubbish and um yeah yeah so anyway that's so what do you what do you is, so what are you going to do like what what are you going to do to make yourself feel better in the next couple of weeks and I, I mean that kind of physically and mentally how are you going to because I if 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 we visualize ourselves in Paris with our lovely pod squad and mm-hmm. you know, all, 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 I mean, yes, there's Mulfrey. Yes. There's croissants. Yes. There's savvy B we've got all of those factors, but there's also the end of the race. So can you visualize yourself with your medal on feeling really, really pleased with how that, that you've done it? Can you, can you visualize that? Can you think of that? And, and yeah. if you yeah, so I can 100%. too. I'll feel like I'm in on in the gang if we're all sitting together and eating our more fruit. Yes. Being That's what gang, I'm really so. anxious about missing out on. That's the biggest thing. That yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. Okay. So so then then let's give yourself give yourself this weekend off like you said. Or oh, I'm coming full mm. circle. Give yourself this weekend off. Don't do a fucking thing. I'll speak to and the doctor then, as well on because that's yeah. Tuesday. So I think I'll give myself off until I've spoken to the doctor and they've confirmed that it's not something that mm-hmm. means that I need to be immediately admitted into either a hospital or a padded cell unit. Because yes, no, I do none of those things. think that that could there could be mental factors here, and um, and I don't know, but I'm I'm imagining that what the doctor said on the phone was that they were probably it would probably be antibiotics. Mm-hmm. so I'll ask whether it you know what kind of level of like exercise and running that I should I could do um and I think I'll take genuine medical advice and I will just go super slow I know what I'll mm-hmm. feel mentally a bit rubbish if I don't do some if I don't carry on doing some exercise so I think that will be my long-term plan and then I'll just see how I feel when I get to Paris but I think probably plan a will be to complete that cross the finish line and i don't whether that is walking the whole bloody thing or or walk running it um yeah i would really like i don't think finish line could you walk yeah in half an hour in half an hour in um in three (laughs) hours three hours yeah you so i would cross that they wouldn't be sort of clearing me off the thing no 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 i mean if you can walk at like um I, i am so old school um with with my miles an hour and stuff but Walking four miles an hour means you're 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 going to do twelve miles in three hours, but so four hours is is four miles an hour is kind of a sort of quickish pace. You could go a little bit quicker than that, and you will break into a trot. I mean, there's no way mm-hmm. there's no way you're going to walk for thirteen. No, I, no, I you'll break into a trot. But I I really 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 want you to think about that strategy and not only do I want you to think about it I want you on your very next run even if it's a three miler on Tuesday or Wednesday whenever you feel up to it even if it's a a distance that you would quite happily just do Mm. don't do it 
Yeah. Okay. Do the strategy. I'm telling you now, you have to do it. That is your homework. Do the do that. Do that okay. walk run. I want mm. you to run for five minutes max. Yeah. And then I think it's funny because minute. when I when I get to it and I'm doing it, I'm like, I'm doing it. I can do it. It's fine. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, But do that. I want you to do that because I think we've got to a point now where actually this is a strategy that you are going to have to employ if you do Paris. And so if you are going to do it, you have to do it beforehand. And apart from anything else, the thing that that's going to give you is so much confidence mm. because you'll get to the end of half an hour's worth of running and go, oh, well, that was easy. Yeah. And and, and I say that from, from a point of someone who thoroughly understands that I totally understand that because I feel exactly the same it feels like it doesn't count in some way or or yeah like that's how running. it feels yeah and I it just does to, it really does I just want to be part of the community and I yes. think that's the thing and that's what holds us all together and when I feel like I might not be able to do these things then I get really sad and anxious because I feel like I won't be part of the community as much. And although I loved Berlin, there was a little element of that where I was like, I wish that I'd been able to do it because then I feel like I would have been... Of course. I would have been more in the gang. But you will be in the gang because... I know that you can do, I know that you could do a half marathon tomorrow if you did that. If you, if you ran for five minutes and walked for a minute, I know you could do a half marathon tomorrow. And I hope that you know that, that you could do that too. I know I could. You could definitely do it. And I know like, like I went for a run this morning and towards the end of it, I stopped and talked to, I, I ran into a friend and, um, who was running in the other way. So we stopped and we talked for about a minute tops I think that was yeah. it and then I turned around and I carried on and when I finished firstly I thought oh this not doesn't really count <laughs> yeah but sec- secondly my actual overriding thought on that was like that's the easiest that that length of time has been for me running for, 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 for months because I stopped yeah and it doesn't not count it still counts I still 100%. did it I still chalked up but you see of course see? it still counts. I know. 100%. It's just so it hard to have that same grace for yourself, isn't it? How can we be it, hashtag be kind? Well, we're actually genuinely, it's so difficult to find the balance, isn't it, of what that means? Because yeah. it is it is just about treating yourself the same as you would treat other people. And that yes. is really hard because it also means being gentle with yourself sometimes and it also sometimes it means being like that's not something that I want to that's not how I want to be and I'm going to be a little bit you know I know that I don't want to sit and watch everybody in Paris I know I want to do it yeah and so it's you know it's like it's 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 you've got to find a you've got to find a a good balance haven't you but I think that's helped me sort it all out I think I know now I feel a lot less anxious at the idea of like I know that I'm going to do it even if yeah. you know I'm very 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 slow even if it's really tough it's tough anyway it's always tough yeah. um and there are also people that do far less training probably than even I have done with multiple illness oh my god yes, yes. there's always those people who turn up on the start line and they're like I've done nothing 
And it's like, oh, yeah. wow, okay. How are you not going to be taken away in an ambulance after this? Um, and they always are fine. <laughs> so yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's, I, I think knowing that I'm, I'm going to do it and it's not about trying to do it brilliantly or trying to impress people or trying to make people think that, think a particular way about me. It's just about doing it as part of our community because that's my a goal is to just be able to sit with everybody and have a a, a more treat afterwards and be like yeah. we all crossed the finish line and it or even if we didn't all we all made it to the start line and, yes and that is what that's what counts us as part of the club here exactly exactly yeah. okay I oh my god I'm gonna better. I'm gonna I'm going to cut that bit out and I'm going to send it to you because you've just given yourself the biggest pep talk. Yeah. But you just need to listen. You need I to really listen do. to your words. And I do and, need and to do, go to the do. doctors and, and get something you to do. Because there are, is definitely also, you know, as much as it's been helpful to delve down into the mental implications of it. Yeah. There's some physical shit going on. There's some physical shit going on and I'm worried about it and that's not helped. But I need to not connect all of this as like a holistic thing and I need to appreciate Mm -hmm. that I can still do this amazing thing and we can still go out there and be a team in a community together and I can still maybe have a little bit of a cough and a sinus infection right now and that it's It's not all connected in a world of now that means I'm going to be shit and now that means I'm I'm never going to be able to run a race again because I'm I'm immunocompromised and I am going to be have to have to go into a home or something (laughs) (laughs) I don't know (laughs) this is what I do Esther at night yeah this is where my brain goes anyway this is not good. This is not. I and I thoroughly recommend a bowl of boiling water with some Vicks vapor rub in it. Yeah, that's lean what over I need. it with a towel over your head. Oh, yeah. that's the best. That's, that's really what I need. Time. It's it's just yeah. wonderful for clearing you out. <laughs> it's very yeah. tr- very oh, true. I used to love that. Oh, Holly. Well, you that was good. You that was good. like a proper we haven't had one of those in ages because we've actually been generally doing quite well despite all of that conversation that was yeah. the first sort of women's running therapy session we've had in a in a while you can do me next week i'll do you next week <laughs> <laughs> oh. but taking it all very slowly basically is plan a gentle plan gentle a. with my body and that yeah. doesn't just mean not doing the things I don't want to do and doing the things I do want to do. That literally means being gentle, which can be boring. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, yeah. Being boring is great. Yeah. <laughs> and I am go- I'm going home this weekend. So I am really looking oh. forward to a mummy cuddle. Getting looked after a bit. Yeah. That's the best, best thing. And getting yeah. looked after a little bit. So. Oh. I wish I could give you a massive hug. I know. I wish we could have a big cuddle as well. Oh, Holly Taylor. I know. Uh, <sighs> well, life's just well, a bit, it's a bit ploddy at the moment to, to use a sort of, to tie it all in nicely yeah. with a running reference. I feel like I'm plodding through yeah. life and it's and it all is, a little bit. It is fucking February, isn't it? And February yeah. is so much worse than January. But yeah. 
the it goes great very quickly. February. It goes very quickly. Oh, it's <laughs> such a quick month. I'm just looking forward to it being yeah. finished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and are then you doing... March, March is daffodils. So, yeah, March yeah. is daffodils. So that'll be jolly. And and St. David's Day, or Dee's Dewey Sant, as we like to call it. Oh, nicely done. Uh, thank yeah. you. That was a bit of Welsh on the podcast. I've never spoken Welsh on the podcast before. Oh, Bodadar. Um, okay, oh, yeah. Bodadar. Uh <laughs> So I was going to ask you, are you doing anything yeah. for Valentine's Day? Shit, no. Keep on forgetting. Um, I know, because this when is, is the last pod that it's literally <gasps> on Tuesday. Oh, shit. In fact, this isn't the last pod that will come out. It will have been Valentine's Day. I know mm. you all like to know it's Friday, the 10th of February, 11.42. And, um, <laughs> and so... What are yeah, you doing for Valentine's Day then? Uh, well, absolutely nothing. That was what I was going to complain about because Doug's going away mm. for work. And oh. I was thinking about it this morning and genuinely I'm not too fussed, but mm. I was thinking about it this morning and I was like, I don't think we've had, I think we've been very lucky that I think mm. in all the previous 10 Valentine's days, what we'd had or however many, yeah, I think we've always been together, which has been really nice. Because even when in Valentine's Day 2017, when I was mm-hmm. on my year abroad in Paris, yeah, um, hating it I'm afraid and watching people smoke crack on the metro and shit yeah. their pants yeah. and stuff <laughs> um I um he came out and visited for the weekend for Valentine's Day oh so we had a little picnic by the Eiffel Tower we went to car four and we got like a baguette and some brie and then we had a little picnic by the Eiffel Tower oh, which was lush perfect yeah. um so yeah I don't think I've ever had a Valentine's Day but I'm just gonna be knocking about the flat on my own yeah, I don't. We we forget. Um, I have got in my card. It's really nice. Oh shit! Yeah, I need really to do that for Doug. I love doing cards. That's actually my favourite bit. Usually, it's very funny. I do. I, I love it. I, I always buy really, really um, slightly offensive ones. I yes, think. so do I. They're my favourites. <laughs> I was actually scrolling back through pictures the other day, and I found a card from Doug. From it must have been 2020, 2021. No, 2021, because it was in lockdown that this happened, wasn't it? In February 2020, we were not yet. We didn't know what was to come. Um, Mm. But um, it was during that time where there was that whole thing with the the, that parish council meeting that was on Zoom. Do you remember that? And it, oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And he'd made me a card with a with a the the message was (laughs) roses are red, violets are small. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. No authority at all. That's such a British reference. I'm so sorry for international <laughs> listeners. So specific. I love it. Oh, I love that it. Really That's made really me laugh. And I think <laughs> I got him another very British reference. Last year, I got him a card that said, you whisk me off my feet. And it was the um, that that bloke from Come, a Come Dine With Me, an old Come Dine With Me episode where he, he goes to taste his chocolate mousse. I don't know whether you've seen this one. He no. goes to taste his chocolate mousse. He whisk, he's whisking it all up. And then he goes, just give that a quick taste. And then he pops the full whisk in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> so it had a picture of him on it. Oh, I love cards. I haven't <laughs> thought about that, and it's going to be too I late now. That. It's four days away, so I won't be able to do a funny yeah. one. A that funny, I've yeah, I, I'll have yeah. to either do a Doug and make one, or I'll oh. have to um, I'll have to just get a generic W H Smither because yes, I got. I think there, there, there's there's a couple I've got, Dave, uh, that I've absolutely loved. There's one downstairs that I've now completely forgotten 
but it's been up for the entire year because it was from like last Valentine's Day. And then, but I've now forgotten that one. But I think the year before, that was it was a really kind of overblown, lovey-dovey one with a great big heart and all this sort of thing. Aww. And in the middle, it said, "You're my favorite husband so far." Oh, I, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's what my my dad has always through my whole life of remembering. Uh, always referred to himself um, as whenever my mum calls him your husband, my husband, he goes, you're alleged husband. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. I don't know why it's so silly, but it's exactly that same humour, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I so, love no, that. My favourite husband so far. Maybe so I'll nick far, that yeah. and I'll make Doug something on Photoshop Do that it. says you're my favourite husband. Not even yet. Yeah, <laughs> you will be. Yeah. <laughs> At some point. <laughs> yeah. And then, then I think I'm probably going to force Dave to go to Marks and Spencer's on the way home. Oh, and on get, Tuesday get and two dining dine for £10. Pound. Pound. Oh, <laughs> two dining for £10 on M&S is so good. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and so cheap. Like sometimes so cheap. that bottle of wine might be I eight pounds in itself. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how they do. How do they, how do they profit from it? Must be a loss leader. Must be a loss leader. It must, but yeah. it, it it certainly gets us going. Maybe it's all the Percy's and stuff that you pick yeah. up on the way out when you go in to buy a two for oh yeah, ten for yeah. Two for ten. yeah, stock up on my fizzy Collins mm. on the way out. Absolute nightmare. That's yeah. why I'm not allowed to go. So, uh, yeah, well, I was. Yeah, true. I probably come home with a lot of fizzy Collins. Um, mm. I was going to say that I mm. I was going to I, I was I was thinking for. Mm people who are who don't have a partner or who will be on their own valentine's day maybe we all do like a nice like we get m&s dining for two for ten and then we just eat it all or something yes. like that do a little treat for yourself <laughs> oh god yeah I, w- I would definitely i remember there was one time that morrison's was selling a heart-shaped cookie that was like this big and with my hands I'm sort of indicating it was about two foot high. oh yeah big 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 it was massive mm. it was massive and I remember at the time thinking I'd quite like that just for myself and I never went and got it and I remember that the following day that I was told by a colleague oh pop into Morrison's now because that heart's there and uh it's only 50p oh and I never got it I never got it I think go to supermarkets on February the 15th Oh, that's such a good Just get all the chocolate. Yeah. Oh, I dreamt. Yeah. I just remembered that I dreamt that I had a box of, you know, the seashells chocolate. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, lovely. I dreamt that I had a box of those and that was completely unfounded. They're not in this, they're, oh. they're not here. And I wish oh, they I were. Oh, I love those. Oh, they're yeah. the best. <laughs> I also <laughs> had a dream the other night and I keep forgetting to tell this on the pod, but I had a dream that me and you were supposed to be on the news at Longleat for some reason. <laughs> uh, maybe there was an escaped lion and we were supposed to talk about how to run away from it or something. Uh, but we were supposed to be on the news um, at, and we had to be at Longleat, which for those mm-hmm. who aren't from the UK or don't know, is a, a um, drive-through safari park thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. we, ha- we were supposed to be at Longleat at... Um, four o'clock in the or oh, I think maybe we had to be there for six o'clock in the morning or something to go live at seven o'clock or something um, yeah. and I hadn't had an alarm set for four o'clock in the morning so I could get up get ready go to Longley didn't go off called you when I did wake up at eight o'clock no I know and I was like oh my god 
and you were like, oh, don't worry. You know, I just did it on my own. <gasps> I know. Oh, what, was, can that, what can that mean, Holly? I know, such a stress dream. <laughs> I didn't get to Longleat on time to do the women's running news presentation. <laughs> oh, and I had to do it all by myself. You had what to do it all by refer? yourself. I know. <laughs> Weird, vivid dreams at the moment. I, I got bitten by a, a rabid baboon the other night as well. So who knows what any of it oh. means? That wasn't even at Longleat. That was a separate dream. <laughs> And I just, I got bitten by the baboon and then I went up to a member of staff where it was at a bar or something. I don't know why there was a baboon running about. And, um, and I went, oh, I've just been bitten by that baboon. Um, oh, I, I think I just said, oh, I've been bitten by a baboon. What should I do? And the mm. guy went, oh, well, sometimes they can carry rabies. So I would, you know, I'd, I'd go and maybe get it checked out. And, um, and I went, and he went, which baboon was it? And I went, that one. And he went, oh, him. Yeah, he's rabid, mate. <laughs> Then I had to go to the go to the hospital, and I think oh. I was on holiday or something. Anyway, what the fuck yeah. am I talking about? I have no idea. Oh, no those idea. Are all my dreams that I wake up at, at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning and I think, what the fuck was going on there? Well, I must remember to tell that on the pod. Esther like that one. <laughs> we all like a dream talk, yeah, yeah. And I can't tell them, especially to if it involves exactly, especially if it involves yeah. rabbit baboons. Doug literally yeah. said to me once, "I don't want to hear about your dreams. Please don't tell me about your dreams." <laughs> so I, 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 you're the only people I can talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon, because if you become a member of our cheer squad for just £6 a month, you'll get exclusive behind-the-scenes newsletters, free access to monthly live chats with me and Holly, and you can listen to our bonus patron-exclusive Extra Mile podcast too. The latest one has just dropped, and we promise it has no running content in it at all. Go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-E, R-E-O-N dot com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. And do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.